Hello again my friends, welcome back to the story. This is the third title in our series of books and it is a story called Black Blood Trace the Family Tree. This is a tale about the life and times of a fictional Jamaican police commissioner named Shaky, Commissioner Shaky Watkins and his many encounters with the Count, Count Lasco. Count Lasco was a transcontinental drug lord and wannabe Jamaican kingpin, among other things. Now, grab some comfort food, put your feet up, sit tight, and let's go dig into it. This is Chapter 3, Episode 3, and it goes something like this. Chapter 3, Hapon, we are going down Kingston Way. Count Lasco and his crew had been a regular for many years on the guest list at the Jet Set Reception Country Club near Stinson Pen. His entourage includes the hippest and richest in the music, especially hip-hop music, and the film industry, black film industry. It was not always the same modus apparatus where Lasco flies in with a bunch of his friends and cronies and party all night, or party till they drop and they leave, no. There was a particular style and flair to him and his clique. Lasco never did spend much time at the country club. He would just seem to use it as a means to access the special privilege which were afforded to the jet setters who was associated with the club. But he mostly used the club as well as its systems for logistical purposes and logistical purposes only. It had been speculated that the Count has always been scamming the system by selling or subletting certain privileges to other entities. Entities who got themselves passed off as business partners and associates of his, when in fact he was actually peddling those privileges to his so-called friends and associates for big money and money only. There was always somebody around the clubhouse who were on the record books as being associated to Count Lasco in one way or another, on any given day down Jamaica way. Though it may be difficult for some to envision it now, there was actually a time not very long ago when Jamaicans would have done any and everything just to get out of Jamaica. It didn't matter where they were going, they just wanted out. And many did migrate and swore on their mother's grave that they would not return there, not for all of the gold in the world. Even if they should find as much gold as there are bicycles in Beijing, one was heard to say, I won't go back there. By the way, there are lots of bicycles in Beijing, come to think of it, and in Kingston, and in Montreal nowadays too. I will not go back to that godforsaken place even if they should find as much gold there as there are bicycles in Beijing, she had said. But that was then. This is now. Oh, how things have changed. While some of the very astute and forward-thinking Jamaicans living in the diaspora was busily preaching the gospel of the return to the land of their birth and appealing to them too, to get involved and to help in the building and rebuilding process which was happening then. And while the government and business leaders on the islands were busily carving out the new paths into the future, the doubters and naysayers were just as busy, busily dragging their feet along, 
are holding fast to those long-time beliefs and pledges to never go back. The government and their economic go teams though made it their mission to go and build a new Jamaica and build they did and boy did the people ever come in droves. A strange phenomenon had started to infiltrate the Jamaican psyche. The concept of industrialization, doing things big like having big dreams, big plans, big business, big money and how to make that money do the work for us. Gone are the days of Sky Juice, Suck Suck, Market Stars, Shanty Town and Corner Shops. Jamaica now has a brand new outlook on life. She now does things in grandiose style and on massive scales, big enough to be seen from outer space and with flair and finesse too. The Prime Minister and his government in those times were stirring up another spirit in the people, a go-getter kind of spirit which sought to equip and encourage the people to invest and create rather than to just go searching for survival at other men's table and eating off of their plates. Don't just go out in search of a job. Think in terms of creating one for yourself and for others too. Create something, invest something, build something of your own instead of just running around trying to find a job. That job which you seek, he told them, if you are to find it, somebody has got to go out and create it for you. Why not be that somebody? Go right on, create something. He was to have incited the people because the other nations which you find to be so very desirable now, Remember this, he continued to entreat the people. Remember that they were not always like that, but they invested heavily into themselves at some point. And what they now have is what you believe to be the best thing since what? Sliced bread? By building yours, investing in yours, developing yours, your own country, your homeland, your little piece of the rock, will in like manner bring about the very same sorts of outcomes. So, build they did, invest they did, develop they did. Then out of the mire, out of the gloom, out of despair, arose the bright and shiny new Jamaica which we all have become witness to in these modern days. Look, look at it. And then, one day, it finally hit home to them that this is for real. Jamaica was not just becoming, but she was actually the place of choice for many to work live, raise their children and retire. Then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to go. But it was too late for many because the purchase price of the property which they had vaguely considered buying at one point had suddenly skyrocketed out of their price range. Oh, the dilemma of delay. What a difference 20 years can make. Those were the best of times for Jamaica, but at the same time, those were the worst of times too, and some other levels. With the massive influx of people from all walks of life moving in, there were sure to be some undesirables coming in among them. The Dan Lasco came right on in among them and set up shop. That's it my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us again tomorrow when we shall bring you yet another episode in this story. A story called Black Blood, Trace the Family Tree. Until then, 
I remain E.K. the Writing Helk, and I am out.